One of the amazing things about AI is that it's not a tool that could just replace you. It's like a collaborative tool that could help you get somewhere a lot faster than you can do it yourself. Welcome back to Duo On Air. I'm Abby. And I'm Courtney. And we're the ex-agency turned entrepreneurial team that puts the Duo in Duo Collective. Our boutique organic marketing agency specializes in SEO, social media strategy, and brand. We're an everyday pair of business besties slash marketing experts obsessed with helping our community learn more about what it takes to run a business. Which is why on Duo On Air, we're not holding anything back. We're giving you all the info we know about how to grow your business organically so you can be the confident CEO you were made to be. And how to navigate life as a small business owner. Whether it's on your own or with your best friend by your side. So grab your coffee or your mimosa, we don't judge, and settle in for a quick value-packed episode of Marketing Tips. Welcome back to the Duo On Air podcast. This is episode number 59, and today we're chatting with Cameron and Tia. They are Minnesota photographers and a husband and wife team, except we wanted to have them on the podcast to talk about something else, something called AI or artificial intelligence. You've likely heard about it because we've talked about it a little bit, but we really wanted to hear about how they are applying these tools in their business every day and overall just sharing more real life implications of the tools. And just wait until you hear about a little phrase they coined called the curiosity hour. So let's get into it. Hello, you two. Thanks so much for being on the podcast. We are so excited. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. So we are chatting with Cameron and Tia today, and we are so excited for you guys to meet them. They popped into our inbox with like the coolest idea to talk through how they're leveraging AI in their business. And we can't wait to get into it. But you guys also have like the cutest little business story of how you guys met a billion years ago and are doing your business now. So we just need to hear that first. Yes. <laughs> so Cam and I actually met in second grade and we were then in a small kind of intimate gifted program all growing up. So we had tons of FaceTime together um, <laughs> until we became friends in high school and we started dating right at the end of our senior year of high school. So we're barely high school sweethearts. We rep it. We make it a thing. Uh-huh. It's a deal. Um, but then post-college was really when our business started becoming a thing. And so Cam was into photography as a hobby and I was like, hey, you should make this into a business. Like I basically forced it upon him. I was like, how cool would it be to make an email address or like a logo, like seemingly elementary things that I was really jazzed about. And we photographed high school seniors. So part-time literally like as date night vibes until we got engaged and we were like, let's try to book a couple of weddings. Like, let's see. Um, we set a goal for three to five weddings for the following year. And Cam was actually in law school at the time. So life was crazy. That was a really reasonable goal. (laughs) Until we found out really quickly, we are not dip our toes in the water kind of people. We are like dive head freaking first. And we ended up booking 18 weddings. Um, It just kind of snowballed. And the following year, we almost doubled it with 32 weddings. We both left our full-time jobs. We um, have been work from home together since 2017. And then a couple years after that, we began educating other photographers. And so now we do photography coaching, online courses. Um, We have a shop full of resources for other photographers. That is such an amazing and inspiring story. Yeah. I love it. It's cute. Second grade. Second grade. I love it. Also, me and my husband started dating right after high school. And I say, people are like, are you high school sweethearts? And I'm like, kind of like, yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's juicy because Cam and I photograph a lot of couples who went to high school together and then met like right after. Uh-huh. So you guys didn't know each other in high school. 
We did. did yeah, we, we did. did actually, but we didn't start hanging out until later. It's fu- he, uh, he yeah. actually thinks I was like in high school. He thought I was loud and annoying, which hasn't oh changed. Gosh. I'm still very loud and sometimes <laughs> can be annoying. So he, he got it, him. but it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. He married me. So, I you know. literally yeah. just uh-huh. got yeah. this out before this podcast. Yeah. I was like, you went to Glenmore High School, sweethearts. And she's like, mm, I mean, sure. She's like, he didn't really like me in high school, but after yeah. high school, he liked me. <laughs> if you would have told high school Glenn that he was going to marry me, he'd be like i don't think so i don't think so (laughs) that's hilarious works out worked out good uh so that's awesome so how about we haven't covered ai too much on here so we can talk a little bit about it but even with like the core of this episode we're going to talk about that can you tell us a little bit about just like overall because i think ai is a tool. It's not meant to be like, I think a lot of people talk about this as like a replacement of a VA or a replacement of a marketing assistant. And it's not the brains behind it, but it's a system. So I'd love to know like how you guys have, I mean, you've been working on your business for so long too, and in a partnership. Um, So I'd love to know, like, how have systems played this role in your business? Yeah. So I think there's this common trope of everyone gets into entrepreneurship and they're like, oh, I left my nine to five for 24 seven. And when Cam and I left our jobs, we were really intentional about that's not going to be us. And we are going to do whatever we can to make sure that we maximize our time so that we can use this time as entrepreneurs to travel and to have flexibility and to have freedom. And so we drew a lot of really hard lines early on about, hey, email templates, if we write anything twice, it needs to be an email template, Mm -hmm. period. Literally, if I'm writing two sentences about, hey, you can bring your dog to a session, here's how you do it. I need to pause and I need to reflect and make that into a template because I'm not going to waste my time doing that over and over. And so little pieces like that, Cam and I really started to prioritize just having systems and um, how we can have things operate through automations and how that became really important to us. Yeah. And like, to be clear, we did have a season that we were like very gritty. Like we had to like put in the work to get it there, but also like we put in the work to make the systems so that going forward, we didn't need to work quite as hard. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that's what people sometimes fail to see or to understand is that you have to put in the, you have to put in a lot of work Mm -hmm. first to make those systems work for you. Like it's not just you start a business and you're like, okay, there's all these systems. I'm going to use them and they're going to be great. It's like, no, you still have to put in a lot of background work before those systems actually really start working strongly for your business. A hundred percent, which I totally get like with the email template example, there's something so easy about just making forward progress of I'm responding to this email, then I'm responding yeah. to this, I'm responding to this. And it feels frustrating to have to say, okay, no, I'm going to pause and I'm going to create this into a template and I'm going to save this somewhere to save me time in the future. Mm-hmm. And I think right. just like having to pause and stop that forward motion is so productive for the future. And if people can like have that mindset shift to do that, that's game changing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a huge mindset shift too, because yeah. you're kind of breaking your workflow process at that point, 100%. right? You're like, okay, I'm doing this thing. It's like, oh shoot. I should really make this a template so my life in yeah. the future is easier, which that's really, that's a huge mindset. Yeah. Shift. You're breaking a workflow process to make a workflow process. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but email templates are like, like genuine lifesavers in our business. I don't know how we functioned before them. And I'm ashamed to say that it's took me probably 40 episodes of the podcast before I was like, 
I need like actual guest podcast templated emails because I don't, and I'm doing the same crap over uh-huh. and over and over again. And we don't do guests for every episode, but it definitely took, I wish it took me only two times. <laughs> like I'm going to channel that energy <laughs> yeah, next seriously. time. But yeah, I need to start thinking that like, if I'm going to write this twice, yeah, it's a template. It's a smart idea. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Okay. So in regards to AI, I love that you guys brought us this idea. And I also just want to get into it because I think we all think so much about like our own industry as well. And like, I love to hear about how people in other industries are using it. Like my brain in terms of like SEO is like, I use it in very specific ways for SEO that not everyone is going to use. So I would just love to hear overall, like how do you, how are you guys leveraging AI within your industry? Yeah. You want me to start? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like, I mean, one thing that's hard is like, we have so many different roles we're trying to do. And it's like, it can be so time consuming to sit here and try to like be an expert in like 12 different fields to get it done. I think one of the amazing things about AI is that while it's not like, like you were saying, it's not a tool that could just replace you. It's like a collaborative tool that could help you get somewhere a lot faster than you can do it yourself. So like for us, um, as photographers, two tools that we're trying out, we're using right now are a culling tool called filter pixel. And so it uses its AI to go through, look at all of our photos and ostensibly select the best ones and then a separate ai tool called image in ai that then edits them um it you upload your photos um actually you upload your edited photos first so it can create like a profile based on you and then using that you upload unedited photos and it'll do the editing for you That's really like, exciting wow. cool tools not anywhere close to being perfect yet like so many downsides but also it's like with so many of these tools and i think we're gonna get to this in a second it's like you're learning what the shortcomings of the tool are and working around those basically. And like really like, like maximizing your use cases of those sort of. And so like, like with Imogen, maybe like, like 40 of an entire wedding are perfect images. Like we'll upload 800 images, 40 are perfect. Which is a super small percentage. But then like 600 are pretty darn close. And like, it's saving me maybe like four hours of work. Mm-hmm. to get like that starting point and so all i'm doing then is going in and i'm tweaking type thing um mm-hmm. so it's a, it's it's fun and exciting to see where this is going and like what it could maybe potentially do in the future but it's also like even now like knowing what it can do it's already saving me time and like that alone is very exciting that's so incredible like just the amount of time that you can get back yeah. and some of the uh-huh. efficiencies that you can start building mm-hmm. into your business with stuff like that Um, And like you said, none of them are probably going to be perfect, but you need to find out how it's perfect for your business Mm -hmm. and just kind of work with that tool and adapt your business to make sure that it works for you. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. So with that, we're curious, like, were you guys hesitant to start using systems like this? Because I can see a lot of our followers being like, wow, that's incredible, but like, no thanks like I can't do that I can't hand that off are you kidding me like it's never Uh gonna be perfect so just kind of curious about like your guys' hesitancies when it comes to that yeah I was super nervous (laughs) I was just really against it and I think Cam has always had this mentality going back to like jump right in Uh Cam is that way with everything technology related which is so admirable he is just like balls to the walls ready to freaking go and I was like uh, what does this have to do with us? I don't want to explore this at all until he started going through our house. Yeah. And so like, I'm also just like a very like curious person in general. And like, I want to like keep learning and like, 
like see what's out there i don't know like what's this cool new tech thing that i'm hearing about and like i want to try it out and so i feel like like when we, we just built our house in 2020 and while we were building like i made sure like i kind of want like a smart house of sorts and so like we have a lot of like really cool things in our house that tia has come to rely on and really love and so i was like i mean you know like when we wake up in the morning and the shades automatically rise before sunrise like um, that's kind of ai right there too uh every time you talk to yeah. siri to ask the lights to turn on you're using ai and like when you're driving to the gym mm -hmm. our car has auto autopilot and so it's helping you using ai it's like all these little things in your life that you're using day in and day out to make your life a little easier or a little better that you're kind of now forgetting about mm -hmm. are all little pieces of ai doing their thing in the background and like I i'm know, not really, really, really exciting yes our world and like our ecosystem not just cam and me in our home yeah, yeah. just when i started looking farther and farther ai is already here yeah and it's already happening all around us in uh -huh. so many different ways smaller components and some larger components that i realized this is already part of me this is part of my daily routine this is part of me so if i'm already embracing that in smaller ways let's embrace it in huge ways Mm -hmm. Right. That's funny that you say that because like, to me, I'm like, oh, I'm so far disconnected from AI. Like, I don't know a ton about it. I don't feel like I'm very knowledgeable mm -hmm. on it. But like you were just saying, like with your smart house, we, I mean, even we just have a Google or yeah, a, exactly. you know, Alexa uh -huh. and it's like, oh, actually that is AI. Like that's making uh -huh. my life a little bit easier <laughs> in yep. this weird way that you don't actually think of like you're interacting with AI daily. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Every time you unlock your phone with Face ID, you're using AI. Right. Or you're using Google Maps to navigate somewhere. Like you're using their AI. Like just like everywhere, all around us. Like it's already in use in very like small and like intentional use cases, but like it's there. And like mm -hmm. obviously it's scarier now with newer tools coming in that are doing bigger and like broader things. But like starting from base level of like these are tools we're using every day and yeah. it's right. great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I mean, just imagine like when the internet first came around, a lot of people were yeah. scared about that too. And now mm -hmm. it's just here and existing and like AI could be that same type of experience, right? Where it's something that like our kids will just not even blink an <laughs> eye. It's their uh -huh. everyday life. So yeah, our kids are going to be like, <laughs> who lived without AI? Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, I also love like it isn't an all or nothing tool. Like that is how we like to think mm -hmm. about it when we're handing something off. People like to be like, well, if it's not going to help me a hundred percent, then I'm not going to do it. Right. Which like you said, it saved you four hours. Mm -hmm. That's huge. That's, that huge. that's yeah. half a wedding day. Like yeah. that's insane. So I think it's not thinking of it as this tool that's going to fix all of your problems, but it's a tool that's helping you, especially right. like for you guys in your busy seasons of like wedding seasons and like helping take that four hours, that's life-changing. Mm -hmm. So starting to adopt systems like that now is only going to benefit and like make right. that workflow process even easier and more seamless yep. in the future. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Um, okay. So you talked about the two tools that you are currently using. Are you guys yep. using anything else in your business? Yeah. So we use a lot more in kind of the education side of our yeah. business and kind of the supporting elements of our photography business that I think are going to apply more to you guys as listeners. Um, so the biggest thing here is what we've kind of been skirting around, but I want to dig in on. We use a lot of these tools for ideation mm -hmm. and for first drafts, second drafts, third drafts, kind of that general vibe. Yeah. And when you start embracing that, I think you're going to see where a lot of these tools could be used for numerous things, but I'm going to give you a few examples about yeah. it. So the first is chat GPT, which yeah. I think is the largest oh, yeah. tool that is like making waves right now. 
And what it basically is, is uh, simulated, you're having a conversation with AI, you're able to go back and forth with them. And where this becomes really helpful is you can have them generate copy for you in so many ways, shapes and forms. So something that I love to do is blog posts. I'm creating blog posts constantly for photography sessions, but also for photography tips. Um, we do YouTube weekly. And so we have blog posts that pair with those. Um, what I will do is I will go in and I will say, create a blog post that's 300 words or more that has a fun, exciting tone to it about this couple's engagement, John and Brenna, who are at Boom Boom Island and explain it for us. And they will, boom, just generate a blog post up for you or not they, it. <laughs> it, it will generate this blog post for you. But then where it gets really good is when you start digging in, when you start digging in about more curated elements that you want in there. So about tone, about what voice, Mm -hmm. um, you can go in and you can say, so act as though you are a photography expert. I'm going to give you a name of a product. You're going to give me the key messaging elements, sales page description, copy, and um, some bullet point for some bullet points for email marketing. And then you tell them the product name and it'll go boom and it'll spit that all out. And then I'll say, okay, but make the copy a bit funnier. I want it to have this fun element. Maybe it has some puns in it. Boom. Second draft, ready to rumble. And then we're taking those elements or that copy that's generated and we're tweaking it. We're putting our voice onto it. We're making sure that it hits key messaging points that are applicable for our products or our blog posts, but it gives you this door that opens to so many different ways you can use that. So mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of things that come to mind for people with ChatGPT are meta descriptions, are blog post copy, email marketing, and all of those can just have this time-saving effect that is just, boom, it's done for you. And then you're taking that and you're tweaking and you're bringing your voice into it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think too, like the biggest thing about all of these AI tools is that like, they're like kind of stupid. So like you need to prompt it <laughs> as much as you possibly can, like over prompt and like be like hyper specific. I heard this one person describe like AI tools and like computers in general as Toms. They're totally obedient morons. And so like, they're like great at doing exactly what you say. They're very obedient, but they're also like, they don't know what they're doing. But so if you can use more words and more descriptions, more, just more mm -hmm. as you're asking it to do something, it mm -hmm. will like get a little bit better and more specific to you. And it'll get you a product that's maybe like 80% of the way there. But like that 80%, that's a huge mm -hmm. time savings. And that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's chat GPT. And then um, Jasper AI is another popular tool. What I want to highlight in between Jasper AI and chat GPT is they do have some similar crossover functions. Mm -hmm. Right now, Jasper is behind a paywall and chat GPT is not. And yeah. so if the listeners are like, hey, where do I dip my toes in right now? Chat GPT is where it's at because you can just get in and you can play with it. And like Cam was talking about with the editing AI, figuring out where it can't quite make yeah, it work. What are those limitations? Where those limitations are is where you can really dig into that in chat mm -hmm. GPT. So um, Jasper AI does have more functions of like specific elements that it's creating for you. So like you'll be able to select meta descriptions and it'll be able to make that for you yep. um, or like YouTube scripts or like a viral TikTok script, things like that. But right now what I'm finding in ChatGPT is that I can do the same when I treat it like it's a Tom. And when I get in there and I say, okay, create this blog post that's in this tone, that's 300 words or more. And you can still generate that same content with ChatGPT. Mm -hmm. um, so that's ChatGPT and Jasper AI. You want to go through Descript? Uh, yes, yeah, so this one, 
This one's like kind of scary, kind of really cool. Oh, it's so um, <laughs> So it's a it's a video based one, and so it'll, you can either record directly into script or you can like upload a video. It creates a transcript to go along with it, which is awesome by itself. But then the crazy feature about it is that you can go into your transcript and like say we were recording something and I accidentally said the wrong word or I used the wrong tense or something like not a huge deal. I wouldn't really want to go back and record because like that's frustrating and annoying by itself, but. In the script, you can go in and either delete that word completely, tweak that word, and it will edit your video and like dub over with the new word or no word at all that you just did, which is just ah, wild. That Freaking crazy. Very so, wild. Yes. Some use cases. We um, run live webinars and then we run evergreen webinars. Mm -hmm. And typically when we're putting those together, we record multiple videos for promos, for thank you pages, where we literally re-record the same thing just in one video. We're emphasizing this is live. We'll see you live because we want to promo that, yeah. right? So we would spend the time double recording all those videos. <laughs> Whereas now in Descript, we record it once. We just remove those words. We remove live wow. webinar. We remove see you live. And we just say see you. Um, so that's a huge use case. I also see this being used um, for anyone that works with clients. Clients have any sort of services in which they have a welcome video or anything where they want this personalized touch of like, hey, we saw that you just bought this course or hey, we saw that you just signed up for our um, mastermind and where you'd want to record that for all 12 of your mastermind members to say, hey, Abby, I'm so excited to see that you joined this. Now you record it once and you replace the names and it still had this personalized feature. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're even replacing their industry. Maybe you're even replacing, I saw that you joined this morning versus this afternoon. Um, but the time saving of that is insane. Let mm -hmm. alone the like, I don't have to be camera ready every single time that someone's joining my course. I'm able to put together this personalized video for them that feels like a really awesome touch point. But it's already done. I'm just changing the name in there. Yeah. And again, like incredible. huge limitations to this. Like you can't like type out a whole new paragraph and expect it to like look good or do anything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but those little tiny mistakes that you make that you would otherwise cost you like a full half hour to go and re-record or like do three takes just to be safe type thing. Now you're like, I can tweak a word and it'll be fine. Like mm -hmm. huge time savings. That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks for giving us those use cases. Cause I think that'll be super helpful for our yeah. audience and for anybody who's like, why and where, and when would I use this? Cause yeah, I think that's super important to have those mm -hmm. examples in there. Yeah. But now I'm totally going to be like that person that if somebody sends me like a thing, they're like, Hey, Courtney, I'll be like, did they, did they use something there? Or did right. they actually yeah, record that just for me? <laughs> right. I know. But I think <laughs> yes, well, which is so interesting yeah. because it's like, the intention is still there, right? Like we're right. making this systematized thing, but no matter what you put the intention into recording this video for your new mastermind members. Yeah. And so there's still that heart. It's just making right. it a lot more mm -hmm. simple when you wear 10 million hats. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And all small businesses can definitely appreciate that. Yeah. Definitely. One thing too, that I feel like, so for as a part of branding projects, like everything thing that we put together. There's so many layers to it. And one of the things that you define in your branding projects is voice pillars and personality pillars. And I love the opportunity to use those in your AI descriptions of educating your AI tool, what your personality and your voice should sound like mm -hmm. and making sure that it's matching that because that yeah. is so powerful. And just another reason why you need like that whole brand package of like figuring out like not only what you look like, but what you sound like, because then you can educate these tools to do that for you in a, uh -huh. in a way. 
And I yeah. feel like yeah. that's what is yeah. scary to people with AI. They're just like, it's going to sound, it's always going to sound like a robot or right. it's always going to mm-hmm. not be me and my personal brand and how we like, mm-hmm. how we th- show ourselves to our audience. Yeah. But and, like, it, and it is, but you're right. going to fix it. But like, yeah. right. when yeah. you uh-huh. can tailor it to be closer and closer to you and to your brand, that's super powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I actually think that while we're talking a lot about limitations, I think that that element of like chat GPT is really strong right now. And it's just going to keep going from here. It's just going to skyrocket. Mm-hmm. But um, we're currently going through a journey where we're identifying a bit more about our messaging. And we've always had a very fun, joyful, flirty kind of brand in all of our copy. And chat GPT not only is good at generating that for me, but it gives me a lot more ideas of, oh my gosh, this language is a really good match for me and I should be using that elsewhere. And so it's that ideation of like, I'm learning from the tool too, Mm -hmm. of like, oh, I should use that in our sign-offs or, oh, wow, I hadn't even thought of that, but that's a really good fit. Or even just like asking it, like, what are some words that I can use in this copy to be more flirty or more fun or more bubbly or something like that. Like just, I'm stuck here. What can you do? Like, give Mm -hmm. me some ideas, basically. Yeah, Yeah. along that generating title ideas Mm -hmm. is insane. Uh It it might not get you there again, but it's going to get you a lot of ideas that's going to help you generate ideas. You're going to be like, oh, I like this piece. Ooh, that could be good, but it needs to be tailored a little bit more this way. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and again, with like over-explaining, like literally just like copy in the intro to like a YouTube script, paste it in and ask for 20 titles about this that are these three adjectives type thing. And it'll give yeah. you a list of 20 amazing titles. And it's, yeah. Yeah, it's fun. like a brainstorming mm-hmm. tool. Uh, exactly. Well. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially, yes. yeah, as solo entrepreneurs, if you don't have a partnership, and even if you do, like there's so many areas where bringing in a third party just to like help uh-huh. ideate stuff is yep. so helpful. And I think for me, where I've been leveraging it is in areas I don't like to work. Like I don't like to craft content like that's, and that's essentially the point is like, Mm -hmm. it takes me a lot longer to like, just jump into my email newsletter each week and write out the topic. But if I can get an idea generated and started, it's a lot easier to finesse from there. And like choosing podcast episode titles and like, yeah, SEO titles, meta descriptions, like all of those things are things that take brain power and sometimes you're just not in it and <laughs> you need a little like yeah. oomph to like help you get there and mm-hmm. also save your time when you're busy so yeah. definitely yeah um there's one more that i want to touch on oh, yes, because i please. think it is just freaking fun <laughs> um so it's called mini chat and mini chat is basically an automated dm bot and it operates on instagram it can also operate in facebook messenger on sms and i'm sure when i'm saying bot people are like hold up wait a minute i do not like this just has bad connotations yeah. on instagram of like fake followers and spammy dms but what it is is that um virtually people can Marketers can put in their reels on their posts, hey, comment this. So comment, start here. And then people will comment, start here, and it will send them automated DMs and they can set it up however they'd like. So they can set it up to have it be an opt-in for their email platform. They can have it um, be an opt-in for a freebie. They can send personalized, or not personalized, I'm sorry. They can send videos, they can send voice memos, and it can be this whole progression. So it gets people- A full-on funnel where it gets people out of comments, gets people people out of DMs or gets people out of comments, gets people out of stories, mm-hmm. gets them in DMs that has this really personalized touch to it, where it is all automated, but it has this full funnel for them where they can be sharing their name, sharing their last name, sharing their email, and then boom, they're signed up for a freebie. Mm-hmm. Um, when I originally saw people starting to use mini chat a couple months ago, 
I got on so many email <laughs> lists because I just wanted to see the inner workings of it. It's fun. It's engaging. And I feel like when you're inundated with just the common like Instagram, this is what's happening. Okay, click the link. Now you can go here and you can opt in for this feels boring and it feels dull because we've mm -hmm. seen it so often mm -hmm. and this feels super fun and super engaging yeah. even when you knew it was automated like it's so fun seeing the amount of work they put in to like make it fun and bubbly and exciting and like all these different mm -hmm. things they're doing like in the back end their systems in place to still make it engaging even knowing that you're just talking with a mm -hmm. right. yeah. yeah it's yeah. super engaging and um if the listeners want to see how this works you guys can hop on over to our instagram it's at cameron and tia and you can just dm us chat C-H-A-T. And we'll show you an entire funnel, how it works on the back end. We have a little of everything in there, the voice memo, the video, all of it. I love it. I'm going to do it. Um, <laughs> um, pop in there. But yeah, we've been looking at this tool as well. And I think it's so, there's so many different versions too, um, mm -hmm. like brands now doing it. But I, I think like back before this is even like just pre the few months that it has been really taking off. Um, I think it was this hidden thing that people use. Like it was still out there and it still happened, right. but it was like hidden behind the scenes. I'm not a bot, you know, mm -hmm. like I don't want to be seen as a bot, but I am. And so I think that's what's turned people off to it is yeah. like this idea yeah. that like you're trying to hide something. Whereas now it's not meant to be that way. Mm -hmm. It is meant to offer another way to engage with you on a deeper mm -hmm. level that's personalized that you selected and chose. And as long as you're not pretending to like hide behind the screen of a bot, people are going to be receptive to that. Like right. welcome yeah. email sequences. Uh -huh. That's a funnel. Exactly. They're uh -huh. not there. Like, yep. but it is a welcome sequence. It's no different than when you set it up within your DMs. Yeah. And then the great thing about it is that it can create this very authentic communication where mm -hmm. this could be happening in our business, but then we're going to pop in actively in the DMs mm -hmm. and say, right. hey, what'd you think of this? Hey, did you like this? Let's chat more. Did you have questions? And then it becomes all of these more authentic touch points eventually. Maybe not, mm -hmm. but it could be, mm -hmm. which is yeah. great because then it's just offering this whole other way to connect with your audience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you guys use, um, do you guys have funnels set up for both photography clients and for business or do you use it more for one or the other? Just business, just, just our business. education yeah. side. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cause yeah, I could, I, it was like, my brain was wondering how that could even, which I'm sure there are definitely ways of how it can even yeah. come to life from like bringing in inquiry leads from different definitely. photography mm -hmm. clients too. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's very fun. I feel like that too. There's a difference of like us marketing to other photographers, other photographers know online marketing in general. Mm -hmm. Like they yeah. know when they're opting in for a funnel, they know when they're getting a freebie. Right. But these people who work in different industries who are reaching out for wedding photography have no idea. Yeah. They don't know that this is potentially automated. And that has like really fun. And I think engaging power yeah. to it of like inquiries reach out and you're like, boom, here's how I can serve you. Here's how I can get you this freebie to create your timeline. And here's how I can get you pricing to see if you want to inquire. I think that's really exciting. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. That part. And also like timely responses is mm -hmm. something that we can't always oh, yeah. dedicate to. And mm -hmm. using something like this allows you to be present while you can still also be present on what you need to be mm -hmm. in that moment. I think that's Ooh, one of my favorite done. things about it <laughs> is that like, yeah, you don't have to constantly be on that platform or whatever, like any message that comes through, you feel like you have to jump on it immediately. Right. Or if you forget for some reason, because we're human and we're busy and life happens and 
then you're like, oh my gosh, it's been a week since I've like looked at these messages or like gotten back uh-huh. to this person. So I think that's a really appealing side of all of this too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I heard the founder talking about it, describing it as your best employee ever, because yeah. not only are they having instant replies, but they're able to reply to, you know, hundreds, thousands, mm-hmm. potentially this infinite number of people uh-huh. at the same time. And instant filtering and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. They don't take vacation. They're on, they're ready to rumble, which I think <laughs> right. is really cool. I know. I can't wait until like AI managers is like a new job title, right? Because it's not that it's just like taking positions. It could be creating positions of like people who are actually Uh leading that experience, right? For businesses. So Uh anyone out there is listening, it's maybe a role, (laughs) right? Oh my gosh, that's cool. Yeah, I love (laughs) That's awesome. Um, Okay. So I feel like we talked about a lot of different tools, a lot of different areas you can like dip your toe in. What would your advice be for someone who's like, okay, haven't leveraged any AI tools for my business yet. Where should I start? So I think chat GPT is where it's at. I think that's the easiest way to dip your toes in and just like give it a whirl, try a title, try a meta description. Like that's really low hanging fruit where you can pop your entire blog post in there and say, write me a meta description. That's less than 75 characters. That's fun. And that's a good way to dip your toes in the water. But the biggest thing is that Cam and I want to really advocate for being an early adopter in general. I think there's so much power to adopting things early. And um, that's another thing that Cam has been really good at in the past. Tell them a little bit about HoneyBook and Dashlane. Yeah, I just feel like um, I always want to like, like I was saying earlier, I want to be curious. I want to like see what new is out mm-hmm. there. And like, like, so with our password manager, for example, I knew like back before we were like all in on the Mac world, like we had different, I had a Windows PC, T was on a MacBook. We had an iPhone and Android, all these different devices. And like, I need a password manager that can work across all of them. That looks good. That works for me. And so I'm like, let me just try Google and like seeing what's out there. See if there's something that can work for me that I like. And eventually I stumbled upon this program called Dashlane. It was still in beta at the time. It was this new thing. And it it seemed pretty good. It did what I wanted. And all of a sudden they kept growing and growing and growing. It's now a paid subscription service. But because I was an early adopter and I tried it early in the beta program, I now get lifetime access for free to this paid subscription service. So it's just like such an easy thing to just be like, mm-hmm. hey, what is what's out there? Let me just try it. I'm just getting on their email list sometimes even and just try it out. And then now we have it for free for life. And like with HoneyBook, we also like just got lucky. We found that really early. Uh, we got it in a founder's rate and now we have it lifetime for That's that awesome. price. And so just like little things like that, that are just like, mm-hmm. we're curious and we're like, hey, what's out there? What, how we need something to help us in our business in some way or our life in some way. Let's try to find something maybe that's out there. Mm-hmm. Give it a shot. And because we invest in them, they're investing right back in us. Yeah. And that's another the way beauty of that. small businesses too. Oh, like I just uh-huh. love that in a respect of like supporting other small businesses that are growing and trying their tools over the mm. big mass tools that are out there. Yeah. I think that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Another way we saw that manifest in our business was through TikTok and Um, We got on TikTok in March of 2020 when everything shut down and I was excited to dump a whole lot of time into it. I had heard a long time ago about um, Jasmine Starr had had this huge podcast episode on early adoption and how so many tools are spending so much money on the new features or the new tool in TikTok's case. But like when IGTV came out, the example that she had was, hey, they dumped time and energy and resources into this. They were spending so much. They probably had full teams that were de- developing IGTV. So of course, they're going to reward people who are using that. They want to see their time and efforts 
rewarded and thriving. And so when TikTok was starting to gain some popularity, I was like, hey, let's go all in. And so during COVID, I was posting like crazy. And at the time, really, I saw like five other portrait photographers on TikTok. Like I could not find them elsewhere. There was a ton of fashion, a ton of editorial, but it's kind of a different vibe. And at that time, because there was not this like saturation to it, we had some awesome success with some virality. We were able to grow our audience to 65,000 followers. We were able to have like three and a half thousand um, email subscribers come join our community, which then led into our courses and our products and everything like that. Um, and so I think we just saw this huge payoff in a non-saturated platform where we could see a lot of success and we could see a lot of direct success. And so it's really propelled us forward of like every new feature that comes out, let's jump on it. Let's try it because they're going to push momentum and they're going to push energy to making that feature or tool a success. And if we waste a little time in it, I remember when Clubhouse came out, I was like, let's go, let's go. I didn't really see anything come from that, but I was, I felt, it felt like a success in and of itself of let's go for it. Let's see what could happen there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love it. <laughs> I think everyone needs to write, be curious on a post-it, 100%. Stay, like put that to their, stick it to their computer mm-hmm. and just like, cause that is the hardest part when you finally get to a point in your business where efficiency is like working and like things are just working well, it's really hard to be like, well, I don't want to mess it up. Like, I just want to like keep doing what I'm doing because it's working. But I think Mm -hmm. as you grow and scale your business and like being different, like you, you got to keep being different and unique and doing new things. And like, the only way you do that is by having an open mind and adopting yeah. things that make you feel uncomfortable uh-huh. like yeah. AI. So and adopting yeah. them early, like you said, because I think a lot of people see all these new things happening, um, you know, with technology and they're like, absolutely not. Like I couldn't do that. I don't right. understand it. I can't do this. It's another thing I have to learn. It's another thing uh-huh. I have to do, but the sooner you jump on board, the more beneficial it's going to be for you because you're going to learn along the way. They're going to change along the way and you can change and adapt with them versus jumping in four or five years later. And now you have so much catching up to do because you were too scared to jump in while it was like a new hot thing. So that's really interesting. And here's how you make it tangible. So um, Cam and I are batch working queens and kings (laughs) like I know you guys are and um we have our whole week scheduled out and how we like interact with each other and what happens when (laughs) and um we found that Cam loves to we call it just research (laughs) he loves to spend lots of time just you know looking up new tools like looking up vacuums like looking up just all these things I don't know vacuums is the first thing that came to mind I I want him to research a new vacuum for us but all these things where he just likes to look around like he just likes to probe and prod and so we created on Fridays Cam has we call it curiosity hour but it is actually multiple hours in which he batch researches he batch explores and sees what's out there and I think circling back to our email template example It's so hard when everyone feels like I have so many hats Mm -hmm. and I can't take time to research this new tool, even though they might deep down know that that tool is going to save them major time. Mm -hmm. It's that you have to take two steps backwards. And so two steps backwards take, you know, 20 hundred steps forward. Mm -hmm. And so Cam having a dedicated time in his week where that is the time that I do that. He's Mm -hmm. planning on taking those steps backwards to look into things, to figure out what's next, to figure out what tool to test this out. And so if people can find this curiosity hour time that they can carve out of, hey, I have this on my schedule. I'm not wasting time because I know this is part of my weekly batch schedule of 
this is when I'm doing this. I think that can be really fruitful. Yeah. Well, I also know that like for me and my personality, like I would be working sometimes in, in the back of my mind and have this idea like, oh, what if, what if there was this product out there that made this a little easier for me? And instead of actually getting more my work done, I would maybe, you know, spend an hour <laughs> trying to see if that exists. And then I just like right. keep procrastinating and putting it off and like doing other things and like go down this random rabbit hole of something else completely and then be like, oh crap, I still have to edit this wedding. Um, but then now that I like, obviously batch work helps with this a lot that like I have this dedicated time that I know that I can just like write down in a note, research this. It's and like, on so now I know that I have my day yes, on Friday. Yeah. yeah to yeah. just go, go ham and see what else is out there. I don't know. That's such a great idea. Yeah. I love that. I think I definitely, I can resonate with that so much. Cause I do love to like, look and see like what else is out there, what other tools mm -hmm. are out there. Um, and like just investigating into things. And we started a membership that is solely for our SEO group coaching students. So um, those students are allowed to join a membership every month. And then each month I jump live with them and share what's new in the world of SEO. Ooh, cool. They love it because obviously I'm sharing with them what's going on. I yeah. personally love it because it's literally my, like, it's my time to yeah. make uh -huh. sure that each and every month I'm investing knowledge into like, what's new, what's happening out there, what's changed, like, what do we need to know? So it's like such a win-win situation, but I feel the same <laughs> way where I'm like, this is my time to like, sit down and play with things and try new yeah. things and see what else is out there. And yeah. That's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. That's it. so exciting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's giving yourself that like accountability yeah. time. Like you're setting mm -hmm. that aside specifically yeah. for that. So you don't mm -hmm. feel like you're procrastinating or wasting time mm -hmm. or whatever. Right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. We touched on so many things. Is there anything I missed? Anything I missed that you guys wanted to chat about when it comes to AI? No, that is amazing. Yeah. Now here's the thing. There's so many tools. Like we wanted to highlight yeah. some fun ones that we're really excited about that we could have some applications for, but we have actually gathered a whole bunch of tools that we think could be really engaging for a lot of entrepreneurs right now and small business owners. And so at CameronandTia.com slash duo, D-U-O, we have a whole bunch of tools listed where people can set aside a curiosity hour, <laughs> go check them out, click on them, play with them a little, start dipping your toes in the water of ChatGPT, try it out um, so that you can really start exploring them there. Yeah. Love it. That's awesome. I'm also going to start making my own curiosity hour because yeah. I think I need that. <laughs> I know. And I'm downloading <laughs> that list. So yes. Awesome. Love. Okay. Well, can you tell everyone where to go to find you? Yes, you can find us on all the platforms at Cameron and Tia, our first names. So C-A-M-E-R-O-N and A-N-D, Tia, T-I-A. Awesome. We will link everything in the show notes so everyone can get it. And thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, thank, you. Thank, you thank you guys. guys. This yes. was awesome. <laughs> if you liked this episode, please be sure to share it with a friend and subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes dropping every Monday. Plus, if you haven't already, please leave us a review and don't hesitate to share any new episode ideas. We love hearing from you and creating this content for you. See you next week.